Pastor Jennifer, good afternoon, Ma. Pastor Crystal, good afternoon. Miss Esther, good afternoon, Ma. Minister Leah, good afternoon. Pastor Clement, good afternoon. Ella, Miss Ella, good afternoon. Pastor Rebecca, good afternoon, Ma. Pastor Mrs. Ehedua, good afternoon, Ma. Good afternoon, family. Let's make sure everybody is on. Actually, I think I'm gonna sweat, you know. The heat, oh, yeah. Pastor Oyen, good afternoon, Ma. Lord, you are, you are holy. I'll wait for a few more people to join before we start today. There's a stain on this top, you know. Christ didn't tell me, just here. It's fine. Pastor Daniel Jr., good afternoon. Pastor Daniel Sr., good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon. Praise God. Praise God. Miss Pastor Yutunde, good afternoon, Ma. Pastor Shamika Abraham, good afternoon, Ma. Good afternoon, Ma, from my dad and I, watching you from Congo Brazzaville. Awesome. Shania, my Shania, how are you? I miss you very much. I saw your message. Don't think I ignored it. I saw your message. Bonjour, Papa. Shania, ça va? Je ne comprends pas. Oui. And all those things that are French. Aha. Uh -huh. Good afternoon, uh, Pastor Ryan. I've messaged you, Ryan. Um, Pastor Chris, good afternoon. Hello, Shania. Hello, Dad. From Pastor Daniel. He said, Bonjour. Bonjour. Lava la Mari just said, I don't understand. Oh. <laughs> Well, I don't understand to be honest, but I'm trying. Wee wee, wee wee wee. Yeah, praise God. There's still a lot of people not on yet, though. Still a lot of people not on. <clears throat> Pastor Nikke, good afternoon. give it one or two more minutes before I start speaking let's just see if we can get one or two more people on so that we can go straight into it this afternoon and I don't have much time today I'm going to keep it as short as possible because I looked at yesterday I think we were on for like an hour and a half or so which is actually not bad that's not bad it's good okay that's good Hannah said it's good so that's fine I'm surprised. I thought she, they want to quickly run back to their 
secret getaway wherever they are but praise god how's everybody doing today how's everybody feeling how are we going how are we doing how are you doing is love edged in your heart did you guys check your love life have you checked and i think the message that was posted senior how are you sir there was a message posted in the nation chat this morning um <clears throat> about our love zone how are we looking in that area family are you doing a self-check you're not hiding anything in your heart that is not of him <clears throat> You're not talking to me. It's a daily thing. Checking mom. Awesome. 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 Let me read the message. <clears throat> the love zone. The earth and the world is very polluted. I think we spoke about this yesterday. The earth and the world is very polluted. So God created a love zone. How would you know if you are polluted? Offense, offense, offense. People pick offense in anything and in all things with great reason to be offended. Very logical. They may be very right, but it's out of love zone. In love zone, there is zero offense, zero unforgiveness, zero hate, zero record of wrong, zero malice. It's an unusual zone, so I won't be surprised if you're already struggling to imagine that zone. Offended people make wrong decisions. They destroy relationships. They assume a lot. They seek love where it is not lost because offense is Satan's tool of manipulation. Love is God. Love zone gives you free mind to think right, to overlook some and many things. Love zone is pure and doesn't assume. Love zone is peace of mind. Love zone is power zone. There is no impossibilities in love. I love that. So you are in love zone or zone offense. Love is very powerful. And we discussed that yesterday. So, okay, so we can switch that off. Yeah, that's fine. A lot of that stuff we spoke on yesterday. So, um, but that's not where I'm going this afternoon. I want to speak from where I left off yesterday. Where did we... I missed some of the comments here. Okay. You were talking about this yesterday. Yes, sir, I was. You're right. Love zone. Love zone. I need to tap in. Good. Miss Esther, you can tap... As soon as you tapped into this family, Esther, you entered the love zone. You did. You did. You did. You did. As soon as you came into this family, you tapped into the love zone. So you're in the right place at the right time. How is it that we could be here and all the way in Brazzaville, Congo, we have love being extended? Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. I'm, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. You know, I discovered yesterday that love is not only um, a person or a place love can also take on the form of being a situation let me explain why i say that um because if there be a situation where i've come out of love for example offense love will have to come in in the form of a situation to get it right so love can take whatever form it, it wants because god is love so it's fluid whatever form it needs to take per time it can take because love has no boundaries 
or let me get let me say that better love is fluid because it's god so and if it's fluid it will be able to morph itself and metamorph itself into anything so love can also be a situation as much as it can be a person as much as it can be a location it can be whatever it needs to be per time and take on its own shape and its own form at a time it is a spirit that's just by the way so that you guys understand that love isn't just the person so when you look at someone you're thinking it should be love it could be a situation also but that's not even where I'm trying to go to with you this afternoon I think I have another message um, I haven't spent too much time on this particular one I had a visitor this morning um, that's actually tilted what I wanted to what I'm going to share with you um, this afternoon and you know love is such a crazy thing guys it's so crazy you can think you've married somebody and you've fallen in love with them you can even go as far as getting a divorce from somebody and feeling like you still love that person people's emotions can be up and down so fickle and so unsteady if they haven't found true love and this is why I said to you yesterday, please permit me to repeat myself in some areas because like PT would say, repetition is safe. It is, it is difficult when you choose to love in your own capacity, you will make wrong decisions. You will make wrong decisions, guaranteed. I had a ex-sister here tell me she's... I've made the wrong decision, but I'm in love. I'm, I'm in, I, I said, sis, <laughs> sis, it's, it's, it's a lot going on. Why? Because the way you decided to love this person was a love that's like Eros. You wanted it with your own strength. And Eros is not wrong when you're in relationship. You wanted to do it with your own capacity, with your own strength, by what you saw via the Hollywood films, by what you saw your parents do, by what you saw the people in your church do. You managed to put love into this book that teaches you principles on, no, 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 it can't work like that. It will fail and you will make mistakes. Now she's looking at the mistakes and saying, oh God, I've messed this thing up and I want it back. So what does God say to us? We serve a jealous God. And if he says stuff for, so, for, so, so for God loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that means that if we're going to genuinely love and have true love, everlasting, eternal love that doesn't take offense, that's patient, that's enduring, that's eternal, it would be that we have to love people through him. If we try to love through our own capacity, it will fail. That is just a by the way, guys, so that you don't make the wrong decisions, even in your relationships with people. You don't look at your partners and be, I just love you because of a feeling. Love is not feeling alone. It can never be resorted to feelings because feelings are fickle. You can't fall in love with a person because you've got to check out where did you fall from? From what height did you fall from? Where did you get this feeling of falling from? Because that is wrong. It has to be that you are in love, not that you fall into love. Maybe I should explain that better, but that's not even where I'm trying to go today because I want to speak to you about strength. But I'm listening to you guys. I'm hearing you. And I'm even hearing the people that may have left the family and I'm hearing their cries I'm hearing and why is it that they're drawing back to Pastor Nikki they're drawing back because of love 
even though my words may be a bit harsh and I say sis things like but when I told you sis that be patient trust it this person will grow this person will become something you couldn't hear me because you didn't identify my words as love you identified them as something else based on a book that you've read Love is such a powerful thing, family, so powerful. And if we can get these, these, this understanding of love right and, start, and stop looking at the person, uh, how do I put this, Lord? And stop looking at, at love as um, um, a physical thing, uh, 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 an emotional thing, and go deeper and really see as love is actually supposed to be God, then many of us will be in positions of power serious power just like pt said in this message love is power and if we can understand love every single one of us will be in positions not only of power but of wealth where the lord can trust us with the byproducts of love which is marriage which is finance which is all these things that you are looking for Okay, let's get into today's topic. Let's get into today's stuff. I said yesterday I wanted to speak about strength. I tried to get in there a little bit and we started adding things up yesterday. Yesterday's word, I'm gonna have to listen back to it myself because I think I said a lot of things. Um, but honestly, it was spirit-led because I didn't prepare one thing. And I've come to you the same way today. Um, this is just stuff that I've taught before and I've heard PT preach and I'm just regurgitating it back to you. So. Um, let's talk today. I want to speak on strength. I want to speak on things like our spiritual capacity, our spiritual capital. I'm waiting for media to put it on SoundCloud. Sis, she wants to sleep. <laughs> Domicilla has put cover, blanket, and everything. That's why it's supposed to keep you awake. You want to sleep, Abby? Okay, come and sit here so that I can monitor you. Uh -huh, okay. Don't let me catch your eyes closed because you know your eyes as well. And I would know. When they're closing, uh -huh. I warned you, isn't it? So um, <laughs> let's get into it today, guys. Um, I think we've, we're entering a great time, guys. Do you know what? I really, truly, truly, truly. Where's Chrissy Cooks and where's Claudette? Where are all these people that are in the apartment? Okay, I see Claudette. Make sure that they're on this thing because it wouldn't be good. That she's frying pancakes or something. Is that what she's doing? She's not there. Was she not there yesterday? Okay. Um, I want us to get to a stage, each and every one of us, I want us to all get to a stage where we're all useful enough, where Peter can begin to say, Clement, I need you here, I need you there. And the nation can say, right, I need you here and I need you there. So every word I'm giving to you now on strength and capacity, I want it to build you up so much that you can be useful for this greater work. I don't want your use to be limited just to elite. I don't want your use to be limited just to um, um, uh, the house of family or state house or the house of faith. I want you to be useful in the nations. I want you to be useful in the nation family as much as the nation that we have here. So every word that we teach ourselves is supposed to build you up and build your capacity for you to be strong enough and effective enough to be useful in the world. In the world. I got a message from Christelle yesterday saying that 
um, they've asked her to do a ready steady cook uh, stuff and I don't even know if I'm allowed to be saying this they've asked her to do something sharp and um, I said good it has to be that mark of course it should be that the nation must find use in you you can't just be useful in the house of family cooking we appreciate it and that's why I'm growing like this and I don't like it but praise God hallelujah we'll get better in life but the nation must find use in every single one of us if Mika is great at presenting, then when the nation calls for her, she must be ready to be deployed and used in that area. Are you guys with me? I want us to now grow out of this carcass of we're just the elite because it will make us cultish and sectish. I want us to then say, okay, when Livingstone calls and I, when we need destiny fulfilled, they are ready and prepared with every song that they need them to be prepared with. I don't want to ever hear things. And I had to correct one of your leaders that said they asked, oh, destiny fulfilled needed to perform. And they said that, oh, they weren't prepared or they didn't have the time. They didn't know. I said, no, 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 no. Remove that message. They should always be prepared. The Bible tells us to be prepared in season and out of season. So don't ever justify their lack of preparation by saying they weren't told on time. They know that they can be called on at any time because they are the nation's possession. You are the nation's prized possession. You must be able to be deused and deployed all over the nation. So if PT says you are going to um, Botswana today to go and do a segment there, you've got to be ready and prepared to go. That's what makes you a soldier. That was, that's what keeps you in the love zone. That's what keeps you in the mind and the fall of God. That's what constantly keeps you ever ready and ever fresh. You will never be lacking in substance. You will never be lacking in creativity. You will never be lacking in things to do. Why? Because you understand your calling, brethren. That is bigger than you being in this small family. We've got to expand ourselves. Paul would say, I learned how to abound and to abase, meaning that I was flexible. That's just a by the way. But how do we get there, guys? There's got to be an inner strength, an inner core. And we started off with scriptures like Psalms um, 19, 16 yesterday that spoke about the place of rest and how God, when he wants to do something with a man, he will have to find you in a rested place. If ever you are going to fight problems, or ever you're going to, uh, to, to, to win over a problem, you've got to be rested on it. He can't find you stressed out on issues because you can never overcome it. He's got to find you rested. So I'm looking at the giving for this month and I've told myself, Lord, I'm just rested here. I trust you and I trust the people that you've given me. I trust the soldiers that you've put around me to know that this is the target that we've got to meet. So I'm just going to rest. I'm going to trust you and be in this word so much so that I'll look up at the end of the month and Pastor Genevieve will give me a report and say, Mark, we've done it. Why? Because of rest. Any issue you can rest on, you will be powerful over. I told the sister today, just relax, rest. Even if the person says, no, I don't want you anymore. Just be rest. You'll be powerful. I hope you get that understanding. Any issue you can rest on, you will be powerful over. Don't let situations and issues consume you because you are giving it power. Strengthen your inner man so that you can have the capacity to wait. The capacity to rest. The capacity to remain. You know, in the prison, Joseph was rested. He was in a rested state. He knew. 
can relate to this are hearing you okay joseph was actually in a rested state as though he asked the arts the cup bearer and the winemaker to remember him he was in a rested position he was in the place of power because he already knew by the sign that he had when he saw those stars bow down he already was he knew that god was going to use him for something so in the prison he can rest that's what will make him powerful so by the time god will begin to use him and take him into a place where he was about to really reveal the power of god he was it was it did it almost like with ease when you can be in a rested position because you are strengthened in your inner man uh, let me just go back a little bit the the way you remain rested is by being strengthened in your inner man naturally our minds don't rest we're constantly going we are too busy the, the the issues of life make us constantly busy i need money I, i'm getting of age now this is happening that's happening we're constantly busy and so the way god gets us in a rested position is by strengthening our inner man is by constantly teaching us and telling us that you are a message that i've got a call for you that's bigger than what you think your life should be I've also got to correct something else. Rest and sleep are two different things. The, the, the position of sleep is like the position of, of death. To rest will mean to abide in another man's sleep. Okay, that's, that's deep though. Find the scripture that says, my yoke is, for, take my yoke because my burden is easy and my did is light. And then maybe we should look at Hebrews chapter four as well sleep will mean a position of death where you can create from rest would mean come into something else and take rest in somebody else's sleep for our own sake it will be that we rest in christ that's why the scripture would say abide in me as i abide in you yeah so that have you found it please mom my yoke is easy my burden is light so god now asks for an exchange of strength when you're trying when you say things like i'm too weak god is saying perfect now i can get this person into a place of rest now i can begin to speak to this person because i needed their weakness to exchange it for my strength i always refer you back to paul that will go to god and say i had this fawn and for three times three times i cried to god and asked for this fawn to be removed but god said to him that my grace is sufficient meaning that i need that weakness for the world to see that i've given you a strength that's beyond your capacity i need you to understand strength so that you don't exert yourself in situations and think that i can do it you can't you will struggle you will struggle and it's not the kind of struggle that takes nations because you still got to struggle in christ but that struggle is different can i tell you faith without um faith lack of faith or no faith in christianity or in christ is christianity with no struggle you need faith you need faith because constantly you will struggle to reveal the grandness of god constantly find the math is it matthew 8 you matthew 11 Let's read it, please, Mark. Please. Come to me, all you. Who I love are this. It started off with come to me. What does come to me mean? If uh, I call Hannah and say, Hannah, come to me. 
It's either one of few things. I've got a message to tell her. I want to give her something. And in this case, God was about to give a rest. So he says, come to me. Yes. Come to me. All you who are weary and burdened. All you who are weak. Come. And I will do what? And I will give you rest. And I will give you rest. This wasn't even the scripture I was planning to share with you today. But he said, I will give you rest. But he says, the first thing you've got to do is come. You're looking for rest. You're looking for how do I rest in this situation? Lord, I know you want to make me a billionaire. God says, just come. You're tired now. You've been toiling day and night. Somebody says, look at the TPT. Um, you've been toiling day and night. The day that Jesus entered the boat of Peter was the day that Peter entered rest. The Bible says that Peter was toiling day and night to catch, to find a catch. And he found nothing. The day that God, the day that Jesus sat in his place or Jesus was sitting in his boat denoting that he came there to give Peter rest was the day that he found the greatest catch. But what did Peter have to first do? He had to allow or had to, he had to come. This is a call here. Jesus is saying, come to me, all you who are weary, all you who are weak, all of you who are unrested, and I will give you rest. You need this rest, family, because this world, so dark, so dangerous, so negative, so this, naturally your flesh is always unrested. So God will say, come to me and come and take some rest. Come and take some of me. Because in me, there is a fullness that you can't come, you can't experience until you've met me. In that rest is where you find love because you will know that love is the location that God dwells in. Can you see why love is so fluid? It takes on its own form per time. You watch these Hollywood films and you see spirits begin to morph into different things. They can become happiness one day. They can become this person one other day. You, I, those of you that watch that soul film with me, you will know what I'm talking about. They can morph into anything. Love is fluid. Finish reading it. TPT. Read the TPT. Are you weary? Carrying a, he a heavy burden. It's got questions that it said, are you weary? These are the questions that you will begin to ask some of your souls when you evangelists go out there. George on. When you begin to speak to souls, you will ask questions that are you weary? I looked at the sister today and I can see weariness. I can see tiredness. She came with her face painted so beautifully. But I can still see weariness. But I can see that the Holy Spirit wanted her to come into rest. As she began to sit there and speak, she could not but open up herself and begin to cry. Why? Because she's met rest, not in the physical Pastor Nikki, but in the spiritual man that she met. Because I couldn't speak from flesh. I had to give truth. I had to give life to what I saw was death there. So it asks you, are you weary? Carrying a heavy burden. Carrying a heavy burden. Then come to me. Then come to me. So if you find yourselves as pastors, leaders, whoever you are, carrying burdens, unrested, and this may sound like a very simple word to you this afternoon. I think it's better we keep this temperament because I feel like there is a newness that we've entered into in this 2021 and we want to set the foundation for the year right.
We want to set the course of the year right. We want to make sure we um, uh, are edging our souls into the right bank. We want to make sure we're teaching the right word. We want to make sure we're deploying the right word. We want to make sure that all of our businesses and everything we do is fruitful, life-giving. Go on, please, Mark. I will refresh your life. I will refresh your life. Isn't that so beautiful? He said that I will refresh your life. In other words, he will revive you. He will resurrect you. But you've got to come first. He did that to Peter. I've given you an example. Maybe you need to look at Luke chapter 5 also. Is it Luke 5? Bible scholars, where are you this, this afternoon? I think it's Luke 5. Aha, yes. One day, as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gesaret, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats left there by the fishermen who were washing their nets. I even want to speak to you about the nets, but it's not for today. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from the shore. Then he sat down and began to tweak the act, and he sat down and taught the people from that boat. So what happens when we enter rest? What happens when we come to him? He begins to teach. He begins to speak to us the word. He said, when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled to their partners in the other boats to come and help them. And they came and filled the, the, both the boats so full that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus. Have you ever wondered why it started speaking about Simon first? But when Simon came to the realization, it then called him Simon Peter. When you come to him, he will give you a new name. He will start calling you things like Pastor Priscilla. He will call you a Pastor Whitney because you've come to the realization of who you are because you have met him. You have met rest. You have met the person of love. When you meet the person of love, you identify who you are in him. You locate your strength. It goes on to say, when Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John's, the son of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Are you okay here? No wonder why these three men would be with, the, with Jesus at the end because of what they had seen, what they had been introduced to. They had seen for themselves the glory of God. Why? Because they had come into the rest of God or the rest of Jesus at that time. Are you guys with me? Then Jesus said to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on, you will fish for people. So they pulled their boats up on the shore, left everything. Guys, listen to this. It said they left everything and followed him. 
want to enter rest, want to be strengthful or want to be filled with strength, you're going to have to come to him. So every time we pray the Ephesians 3 prayer, Lord, strengthen my innermost being. What you're doing is building up the capacity for you to enter in his rest, not just to enter it, but to abide, to remain and to stay there. Finish reading the TPT version. Are you guys following me on my by myself this morning? Getting passionately passionate as we do at times. You're going to have to speak back to me to let me know that you're with me. I will refresh your life for I am your oasis. Oh, that's so sweet though. That's so sweet though. Let's read that again though. Read that with more power. I like that. I really like that. I will refresh your life for I am your oasis. It says, I will refresh your life for I am your oasis. I am your word. I am the living word. Have you seen an oasis before? Not the drink, not because I like the oasis drink. I really, in fact, I had to stop drinking it for a while because it was affecting my, um, capacity at times just like that monster drink will affect pastor daniel's capacity at times oasis was my own thing but the real one yeah it's my you guys okay you know pastor priscilla knows it was my favorite drink before i had to go away from it but maybe it will come back because i just like the word so it says oasis i just love that in other words it's saying you are parched you were without you were without water you were without a supply but as soon as you came to me you came to a supply no wonder why jesus would say put your boat out into the waters into the oasis so that i can begin to teach before there was a manifestation of a miracle god would say let me teach first please guys please 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 guys when you start getting these souls in and i pray that you guys are esther ella all you people i want you to start with matthew mark luke and john the people that are leading you, they must take you through those books like your life depending on it so that you can meet the person of rest so that you can meet Christ who teaches you how to remain in him. I know sometimes it's difficult, Esther. I know, I know. I know you struggle. I know some of you that are even pastors and leaders. You struggle with not having your both parents around. There's still but you've come to the oasis you've come to the one that wants to give you rest so take it already done john the intro to christ beautiful well done esther well done gotta take it so what begins to drain our strength what drains our capacity is when we find unrest or when we're in a situation of unrest, it drains our, cap- our capacity. Guys, if you're going to have spiritual capital, which will be used in the spiritual marketplace that I don't want to get into, but I have to speak a little bit about you, you will have. You see, when you get into the rest of God, you will find strength. You will find strength to do every business that you're set your eyes on. Do you know the world is supposed to intimidate you into not becoming? Do you know that your brain even limits you into becoming? You're going to have to go beyond it. But that takes a spiritual capacity. 
Your brain, your mind is constantly telling you, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do this. It's always unrested about a matter. I'm lonely today. You're unrested. I've taken offense. You're unrested. I don't like my sister. I'm unrested. God says, don't just bring that stuff, stuff, stuff to me. He says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Have you passed that bit already? You've read that one. Let's read that one. Simply join, this is 29. Uh-huh. Simply join your life with mine. Simply join your life with mine. I love this, you know. Join your life with mine. Learn my ways and you'll discover. Learn my ways and you will discover. Do you know that constantly when we're in Christ, we are discovering. We are learning more about who we are and the different things we can do and what's available to us from his realm that we can bring to this realm. My God. Discover, please. And you'll discover yes. that I'm gentle, uh-huh. humble, humble, easy to please. Easy to please. You, you know, sometimes Christianity has told us that you've got to do this, you know. You've got to behave like this. You've got to do that. You've got to do this. And then you're going to please God. It's a lie, guys. It's a lie from the pit of hell. This will help you with your soul winning. One of the young brothers that came and left, he sat down with me and he said, Ma, I've got a zoo in my pocket. I said, okay, let's go outside. You want to bun it? You want to you wanna blow it up? Let's go outside. I don't know if I would join you, but I'll stand there and, and take the air and, you know, I, I don't know. No, no, but listen, listen. He was saying, I've got it. He said, but Mark, actually, while I'm here, I actually don't want to smoke it. I don't want to smoke it because I feel so much love. This is Philip I'm talking about. I feel so much love. I don't want to be this way. There's something in me that's calling me to be a pastor. And I said, absolutely. I said, listen, he said, I love this life, but I also like the road life because it pays me. I said, listen, guy, don't stop the road life. Don't stop it. That's wrong, right? As a leader, that's wrong. You're probably thinking that you should tell him, don't do that because God is going to judge you. It's wrong. You're going to hell fire. No, I said, keep doing that life, but don't stop coming here. Don't you stop coming here. Don't you stop fellowship with this. After a while, your spirit will just tilt you to remain in this one because you know this is the right thing to do. But if I tell you to stop that now, I've got to make sure I've got a plan for you, you know. I've got to make sure that I've got something set up for you that you can come into. Because I know that if you come into me, I'm going to give you rest. When you're here, you've got nothing to worry about. While you were here, you just felt family. While you were here, you just felt love. To the point where you said, this zoo in my pocket, I don't even want it. Can you see what rest does? It's different from sleep now. You understand the difference of sleep and rest. So what I was telling the Philip guy was come into my rest because I'm sleeping. (laughs) I'm dead. I'm dead in flesh and alive in Christ. I've been resurrected. So I've got to rest. That rest doesn't judge. What did it say that he is humble? He is this. Go back to what he is. And you'll discover. You will discover. That I'm gentle. I am gentle. Humble. Humble. Easy to please. Easy to please. You will find refreshment and rest in me. You will find refreshment and rest in me. So I can boldly and be bold enough to say, come to me. As a leader, Pastor Whitney has to be bold enough to to say to Ella, come to me. Why? Because she's somebody that's first met rest. 
I told the Philip guy, I don't care if you leave here and go and meet your trap boys. I don't care if you go there. After a while, you will no longer have an appetite because you've tasted an oasis elsewhere. You've seen the oasis that's fulfilling, that's refreshing. And naturally, you want to remain in that oasis. I've not even touched the scriptures that I'm supposed to be doing today. But I think, I hope you're following me, guys. The word of God is so sweet. It will take you from place to place. And I think that's probably why they made Oasis. Because they knew that it was sweet and refreshing. Sweet. When. You know what God will do at times? He will have to test. He will have to test you. He would create unrest to test your rest. God will sometimes, when he sees that this one may be growing or they're growing astray, he will have to create unrest to test your rest. When they were in the boat, God had to create this storm to test the resolve and the rest of Peter. He had to check when I came into your boat that day, and I showed you how to get a catch. I taught you rest. Do you remember that rest? So I'm going to have to test it by creating some unrest. I created a storm. Are you guys following me? Because I feel like I'm speaking to myself now. So you're looking at your life and you're wondering, why is this happening? Why is money not coming the way it should be? Why do things look like this? God is testing your rest with unrest. They couldn't rest in that boat. They could no longer longer sleep, the physical sleep now. They could no longer do it simply because God wanted to check. Okay, I'm going to wake you up and shake you up by this storm. What will you do? Will you still abide in me? Everything you've discovered about me. Will you remember it? Will you, not that you, will you remember it? Have you become it? Because I'm going to shake this place up. And guess what? For a bit, Peter got it. Peter remained in that rest. That's why he was able to walk upon the waters. Because he was living in rest. But for the, the minute, the minute he started looking at the problems that caused the unrest, he started singing, sinking. Guys, elite family, these are your formation years. You're being formed into a, a bombardier. Is that, can I, can someone find the definition of that? Because I think I just made that up. What does that mean? Because I don't know where it's just come from. Um, you're being formed into something strong. That's what I'm trying to say. But what does that mean though? It's a manufacturer. Okay. <laughs> no, have you got it? It means something, guys. Hold on. A rank of non-commissioned officer. Wow. In certain artil artillery. It's even soldier stuff. Uh, read a it very well. A rank of non-commissioned officer. Yes. In certain artillery wow. regiment. Wow. Equivalent to corporal. Ooh. A member of a bomber crew in the US Air Force ha! responsible for aiming and releasing bombs my Jesus 
I promise you that word just came to my head just I don't know what it is I don't know what it is God is forming you into a bombardier thank you Lord Jesus you speak spirit of truth <laughs> he's forming you into a bombardier <laughs> Mrs. Hedyway is laughing that's the rank I left in the arm oh, he's forming you into Pastor Daniel beautiful <laughs> he's forming you into a bombardier the one that will point eight and kill is that what they said the one that will bomb yeah the one that will shout he's forming you into the one that will cause the explosions that will cause revival revival from your businesses from your workplaces from your this post it in the group chat so people can see it as well um he's forming you into all of these things but he has to constantly test your unrest He wants to test your unrest. I want to become you, sir, in Christ. Okay, Clement, you better ask God for more, though, because even PD hasn't reached his capacity yet. Though. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> cap yourself just yet. You're still young. Unless you want board and you want glasses, don't cap yourself. <laughs> I'm just teasing. <laughs> he knows what I mean, and I know what he means as well, so it's fine. Uh-huh. Let's read Isaiah 26. Let your spirit man be quiet, guys. Before you speak, be quiet. Go back to the word and ask the word for answers. Don't be too quick to have suggestions and thought. Domicella's gone to sleep, hasn't she? Okay. <laughs> I thought she has left here to go and find a bed. Ah, uh, she's typing, so I know she's right. Oh, she's awake. Uh-huh. <clears throat> find rest. Let your spirit man be quiet. Let it be still. And know that he is God. And if he is the God that has given you rest, I'm so grateful for that Matthew 11 because I never even thought about it when we were talking about rest. I really wanted to go to Hebrews chapter 4 actually. But the Hebrews 4 one was a bit deep. It was more revelific to me. So I don't even want to give it to you now because I don't want to confuse and over bombardier you, you know. Where are we, please? Let's read it. And Isaiah 26, let's start from verse 2. In fact, let's start from verse 1. It's fine. In that day, mm-hmm. this song will be sung in the land of Judah. Mm-hmm. We have a strong city. Yeah. God makes salvation its walls and ramparts. Mm-hmm. Open the gates that the righteous nation may enter. What verse are you on now? Verse 2. Uh-huh. Start from verse 2 again. Open the gates that the righteous nation may enter. Yeah. The nation that keeps faith. You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast. Good. There's another version that says those those whose minds are stayed on him. And I love that. I'm still talking about rest because when we get into that place of rest, you will find strength. You will find peace. You will find everything that you're looking for. You won't have to struggle. You won't have to toil. You won't have to exert yourself too much. You know, you are competing against an eternal God and you will struggle. This is why some people go run mad. 
They haven't found that place of rest. And so they use their own. I have to speak about your own strength, guys, because I think many of us still haven't comprehended. Stop using your own strength. I'm, I'm learning this for myself. I'm telling you, I used to use my own strength to teach. So I will come with these big words, these fanciful, revolific things that don't even make sense to you guys. I'll be asking you things that, are you with me? Are you hearing me? And you're just saying, yes, ma, just to shut me up. But you don't get what I'm saying. Why? Because I'm exerting my own strength, my own wisdom. And that wisdom is fickle. It will fade away. And then I'll end up getting frustrated too, thinking that they're not listening to me, Lord. They're hearing me. It's like, yeah, you don't even hear yourself. You know what you're saying? But if our minds can be stayed on him, you will go through many things, but you will always come out whole because of where your mind is stayed. You will find strength in those areas because your mind is stayed. In other words, what am I saying to you? Don't run away from the weakness that you have. Don't run away from it because God still wants to convert it into something that will be useful for this nation because the person that, who, I don't know who it was that brought Philip back, but the fact is they recognized that you were once weak and they could draw into that for you to bring them into the place where they can become whole. This guy sat down there listening to what I was saying Say, Ma, I just want this. I want this life. I know it, but sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm, I can't come back to the nation because I'm going to be judged. I said, by who? 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 You are in the midst of unperfect people. Even as I sit next to you, me too, I'm a sinner. And you know what? I boast in my, sin, in my sinful nature that was. I boast in it. Paul will boast in his weaknesses. And he will boast so that he doesn't become too proud to the point where people will not be able to refer to him, will not be able to relate to him. I said, nobody here is going to judge you, sir. Anybody does, it's them that's going to hell fire, not you. You came back to the throne of grace. You came back to the ark. You came back because you want to touch the holies of holies. In that holies of holies is where God will give you a rest. Don't stay on the outer courts because in the outer courts you can be contaminated with anything and everything. You will be contaminated with the system of this world. You will find the trap guys because you are in the outer courts. Sometimes even people in church that are lifting holy hands, they're still in the outer courts. They haven't come into the holies of holies yet because they haven't seen. To get into the holies of holies, there's a passcode and that passcode is called rest. Let your mind be stayed on him. You will go through periods and you are knowing you are whole. You will keep your emotion, keep your, you will have to learn to keep your emotions stayed on him. So when you have money, you're good. When you're without money, you are good. In relationships, you are good because your mind is stayed on him. Am I speaking to somebody this afternoon? 
are you taking one or two things from this? Because I think these things, as simple as they are, will make you a powerhouse in the realm of the spirit and in this realm. Don't think it's going to be your bamboozling big bad words and your fanciful ways of doing things. No, it's in the simplicity of this word. You're not speaking to me, guys. Uh, that means I'm doing what I used to do before and, you know. Okay, Pastor Clement can hear me. Let's find another scripture. This is a new year. It's only Clement that's with me, praise God. This is a new year, guys, and it requires a new version of you. It's like a system upgrade is being done in you. The Bible will tell us that he too is new every morning. So you too, you're going to have to become new in this new year. A new version of you, an upgraded version of you. One that's able to tolerate, one that's patient, but one that will ultimately have their mind stayed on Christ, stayed on the things of God, stayed on the manifold wisdom of God. So that you will have an expression that is beyond your physical capacity. I want you guys to be super rich, super effective, super world changing in this year of 2021. Because you understand how to have your mind stayed on him. You are not fickle when you don't have money or issues come. You run away from the family and you tell me that, oh, <laughs> well, I was just focusing it's me and God. Huh? If that takes you out the covering of the family, no. You have not got your mind stayed on him. It stayed on you and your issue. You've not found rest. Then you jump back like everything has happened. That is an unstable person. That is not someone that has their mind on God. Because if you have your mind stayed on him, with or without, you will remain the same. You don't change. In all the years you've known Pastor Nikki, you, I don't think you see me change much, you know. Maybe the wig will change, today is curly, today is straight. And, uh, but ultimately, my, temp, my, 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 my tone is the same. Always very passionate about the people. Passionate for souls. Passionate for giving. Passionate to see you rise. That is stability. And that's not because I know how to do it in myself. Left to me. <laughs> I've gone to Brazil. I've gone to Jamaica in my mind. Isaiah 12, 12, a two. The Lord Almighty has a day in store yep. for all the proud and lofty, mm. for all that is exalted, mm. and they will be humble. Mm. For all the cedars of Lebanon, tall and lofty, and all the oaks of Bashan, for all the towering mountains and all the, the mm -hmm. high hills. Try Isaiah 30, please. Without your weakness, there will be no way for God to reveal his strength. What does the strength of God look like? At times, it could just be be quiet in this area. Then at times, he will say that I now need you to exert yourself in this area. I told the business people yesterday, for, for some of you, you're going to have to activate your faith man to the point that he begins to act like a beast 
a monster in you. So when you are promoting for Beauty Lab, you don't care. You're just going all the way like a beast. And the strength of God will keep it. But the moment you try and do it with your weakness, knowing that, oh, you know, they may not book because it's locked down. And, you know, I may not get the clients because I don't have a good space and the setup is good. You've already said, I like my weakness. I rest in my weakness. You, 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 you tell God that you don't want him to reveal his strength in you. And you'll be so surprised the day that you allow him to exert his strength in you. He will show you that the beauty lab in the midst of a lockdown is not only able to give a monthly seed to the nation. You're able to give your Phoebes. You're able to even bless your leader and say, Mom, go and buy a new handbag and shoe in Jesus name. Amen. Um, <laughs> you're able to do all these things because it's no longer your strength you've revealed the strength of God the strength of God has layers and every layer like we spoke about yesterday the levels the Super Mario stuff the level you reveal a different aspect but you first have got to deal with the issues of every level he's not going to take you to the second to the to the to the next place of grace until you've understood the first grace Are you there, Isaiah 30? Verse 12, is it there? I think, uh, start from verse 1. Let's see what it says. Woe to the obstinate children, declares the Lord. Mm. To those who carry out plans that are not mine. Mm. Forming an alliance, but not by my spirit. Okay, good. The reason why I chose this scripture is because the best place to be at times yeah listen to me very carefully guys especially those of you who are in business the best place to be at times are in situations that you can't solve Mm. the most powerful place to be in at times are in situations that you cannot solve God, what he would end up doing is checking where you got your strength from or where you will get your strength from to solve the problem because it has to be solved. Did you get that? Did you get that? The most powerful place to be in is to, is, is to be in problems that you in yourself cannot solve because God wants to check where will you go and locate the strength from to solve it. He wants to check, have you clocked it in the spiritual realm? Have you clocked how to do it now? Have you clocked how to solve it now? Did you get that, guys? Or do you need me to explain it to you another way? You can say, explain it again. I don't understand. But I think it's quite straightforward. Let me use a scenario. The house. When we were getting the house... We didn't have the capital. We didn't have the money, but we knew we needed to move. We were living with rats. We had a baby in the house. We had all these 15, sorry, 16 people in a three bedroom. I had people climbing on my head, boxes upon boxes, things everywhere in the house, nowhere to turn, nowhere to breathe, nowhere to study. We had a problem. And honestly, I had zero capacity to solve it. I didn't have the money. What did we do in that house? Every morning in my bedroom, we will begin to raise our voices. 
There was a time when Jemima would even be laughing. Where is Jemima? She's not online. I can't see Jemima's phone. Okay. There was a time we were just praying in the Holy Spirit and Pastor Diola would be birthing in the Spirit and Jemima would be laughing even though we're praying hard prayers and crying and sweating. The whole room was heaving to the point where our sweat created mold in the house. <laughs> it was so bad that there was mold in the house. But we knew that we don't have the strength to get out of this place. I will promise the girls every day we're gonna move we're going we're going but i didn't have the answer to the problem i didn't but guess what i found it i clocked it i clocked it in the spirit if i can just keep getting these girls to pray if i can just keep crying out in the holy spirit if pastor Tiola can just keep birthing as she was birthing there and and if we can keep doing these 6 a.m's and be there for hours just oh lord yes daddy please lord if we can keep doing that there will be a day that the lord will come and show his strength and the way he did it was beyond our knowledge look at where we are now for some of you it may just be like isn't that just a house no we know what we labored for because there was zero capital there was zero money but guess what i had to do i couldn't rely on my own strength i had to go to god in prayer and i had to take the family with me are you guys following what i'm saying this afternoon because for some of you now you're gonna have to go back to that place of prayer those of you that are working nine to fives and you've got jobs you are not praying i can tell you that for my i know it you're not praying you're not asking God to take you out of this situation and put you into another situation where you can still be available. Go and get his strength. Go and draw from the oasis. Come to him. Don't think that coming to him is just for, for souls. It's for you and I also. Daily, I've got to go to him in prayer. Daily, I've got to come to him with my, with my problems. Daily, I've got to come to him with the family. Daily, I've got to come to him and begin to put a petition and supplicate on behalf of the family. I'm telling you, we need to return to it, mom. Maybe there's some money that we need to go and take from the heavenly realms in that particular. We need to go back to it. And I'm glad you said that, mom. But if we don't speak like this, you will never know that you have to, you, you should have stayed there. It should have never been something that you go back to. It should have always been your life supply. That would have been the next phase for the next house. So you've got to go there. You've got to stay there. Where Pastor Nikki has probably grown and, and moved on and, and she's now having to teach and do all these things now. My expectation is that the leaders there would have clocked it. They would have clocked power base. Now you understand when Peter will come to us in um, Tottenham, he would say, elite, don't stop praying. You will understand when he came to us in the Wesley Hotel, when he would speak about the free offerings, our time, our money, and our bodies, you will understand it now. Those are our reasonable sacrifices. Those are the reasons that elite will be blessed. You individually will be blessed to be a blessing to the blessed. Get your quiet time right. 
Your quiet time will allow you to seek of the Lord, inquire of the Lord, receive of the Lord, build your spiritual capacity enough. Can I tell you about spiritual capacity? Even the world gets spiritual capacity. You remember in Mark chapter 5, there was a demon-possessed guy. This guy had capacity. He had capacity to receive all those demons. What God was about to do through Jesus was allow that, that capacity... Oh my God, how do I say this, Lord? This guy was filled with the capacity of demons. But God knew that this is, you know what he wanted to do? He was about to scatter a whole, a whole, a whole business, a whole, not even mere business, a whole conglomerate by sending those pigs, those, those, those demons into pigs. He crashed the whole system there. You want to crash something? You better go and find the person of rest so that you know how to convert somebody else's capacity and crash systems. Guys, you need to be in this world daily, constantly, so that these things are not just things we talk about, but we become it ultimately. There is a deeper level and dispensation of God that he wants us to have now that will set us above, that will allow us to abound and to abase, that will allow us to be those that constantly exert the strength of God. I told you, by the time you allow your spirit to be unleashed, there is zero negotiations. There is zero chit-chat. Your spirit just goes on a mission and it's like, I, I don't care, I'm going. Why haven't we got to that place yet? Because some of us still haven't found rest. And if we call ourselves a family, then it has to be a corporate rest. He will look, have to look at the elite family and he can't find some. And this is why you can't afford to sin, guys. You can't afford it. You can't afford to sin. It affects the whole family. It takes us out of rest. This is why the Bible says, love one another. Be your brother's keeper. Why? Because your brother is ultimately you in the realm of the spirit. Christ is not looking for, uh, uh, when he says he's looking for sons, he's looking for the one son that has taken on the body, that, that many people have become one son. So you're accountable to one another. You are susceptible to one another. You can't watch your brother sin and think you will get away with it. It's on you too. That's blood on your hands also. The Bible will tell us that the, the blood of Abel or the, yeah, the blood of Abel is still speaking. And it still speaks today. Why? Because the blood is such a powerful thing. The blood of Jesus is stronger though. And that speaks evermore. To keep us hidden in the love of that, of that blood, we hold ourselves accountable. I told you yesterday, I think that the, 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 the season of prayer is upon us. And I know you said, but we just did prayer at the end of the month. No, 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 no. I told you why he wants us to pray, especially the businesses. He wants us to pray so that we can have spiritual cap capacity, spiritual capital. When we see, we will see exactly how the Lord sees. We will know exactly how to deal with our business. 
We will have the strength from living in a rat infested Peckham to move to the basics still, because this is not even it though at all, to move into something better than the rat infested place. But so what do we do now? We've got to go, like Pastor Diola says, we've got to go back into that place of prayer, stay there, remain there to get another level. I don't know if it's a mansion that God is, it's got to be, is a mansion that he wants to take us to next, preparing us for the grand estates that he wants to take us to later. But we've got to build ourselves in the place of prayer to know that we have the capacity to get there. Are you following me, guys? Holy Spirit wants to shut things down, but he can't do it until he finds a rested man, a rested woman, a rested sister, a rested family, a rested elite, a rested nation family. worthy to be praised you are the lamb upon the throne and on to you we lift our voice to say you are the lamb upon the throne I just pick it in my spirit that the Lord just wants us to find, not even just wants us to find, he wants us to remain in him. The problem that we are having as believers at time, we are playing hokey pokey with him. We are in, out, in, out, shaking it all about with him. And he's saying, can't they just remain? Can't they stay here? Do they not wanna see my grandeur? Do they not want to become this bombardier? Do they not want to become these life-giving spirit? Do they not want to become life givers? That's what you are called to do. So Joseph dreaming was fine. This, the dreaming was okay. It wasn't if that's still amateur. What God wanted for Joseph was to begin to interpret. That's what made him who he was. That's what he was asking him to rest for. He says, I know you can dream. I know you can do it. You showed me that when you went to your brothers, but can you interpret? By the time he had got into the prison, sorry, into the palace with Pharaoh and into the prison, the Lord will begin to teach him in the prison how to interpret. He'd gone from being the dreamer to the one delivering the message of the dream. Do you see how God works, guys? He had gone from being the dreamer to being the one to interpret or interpret the message of the dream. Why? By getting him in a rested position. So sometimes God has to quieten you up, shut you down, keep you still to show you these things. Have you taken something from this afternoon? Because I want to let you people go now because you're not speaking back to me, but I know you're listening to me. I want to believe in my hearts of hearts. You're listening to me. You're taking some notes, whether physically, mentally. 
Have you taken one or two things from today, please? So I can let you guys enjoy the rest of your, what, what's today? Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon. Mrs. Opoku, Pastor Mrs. Pokwa, Poku, Beverisha, Pastor Beverly. Uh-huh, Pastor Shania. I was about to say Estabien, but that's Spanish. Uh-huh. Heeding you clearly, I like that. Heading you, I think she's supposed to say hearing you, but I like heeding you. That sounds even better, heeding you clearly. Uh-huh, thank you. So what do you do now? Go and sit down with your spirit, man. I'm gonna be speaking a lot about this conversation with you and your spirit. Sit down a lot and begin to rinkandojaliata your heart away. Do it, do it with joy. Do it with great grace. Those of you who are in houses, I don't know how to keep telling you this. Find time where you can sit down together, hold your hands and begin to pray in the Holy Spirit like mad men and women from the state house to the house of faith to the house of family don't just wait for monday warriors that's our prayer time that's that's the time we pray and it's hot we sweat that don't mean jack if there's no interpretation of that prayer time remember i told you about the difference between sleep and rest the rested man enters the sleep of another man just like we have entered Christ, we entered a rest, we entered a sleep. And that sleep has life in it. Elite family, I'm so blessed to serve with you all. And I'm blessed because each and every one of you, God has called for a particular, peculiar assignment and your message will not be diluted. Your message will not fade away. People will hear you clearly. You will go into your your places of endeavor, your mountains, and you will be bold there. You will be successful there. You will be very wealthy there. You will be impactful there. You will be impactful there. You will gain souls there. You will have wisdom on what to say and what to speak on. I think by this time you should be saying amen though because I'm praying for you. You will be impartful. You will go to Africa and you will cause revolutionary change. Not because you desire to but because you understand your calling brethren that not many noble you will become captains of industry i believe it uh, pastor aisha i believe it with all my heart i believe it and this is why i'm sp- he will speak 20 days to you like this because he believes it too i'm convinced and convicted by my conviction that every single one of you so far you can find your rest in christ jesus you will become a worldwide phenomenon you will and that may be because of somebody else it may be because pastor nikki has risen or pastor toby has risen that is still you because you found rest in pt or you found a rest in a p nikki or you found rest in Pastor Daniel, or you found rest in whoever, it makes you on the same class as they are. Guys, this is your year. 
You're in your formation period. God is, God is grinding you together and he doesn't want perfect people. Never ever let it be that elite is full of perfect people. We're just career straight. This is what we do. We do it like this. Bim, 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 bim. No, if I say we're going here today, everybody is going there. You're asking me questions. All right, is it? We're going there. If Pastor Sam says today we're doing this as a nation, then we're going there. If Pastor Dami says we're doing this now, we're building this tower, then we're going there. If PT says, hey, we're going global now, then we're going there. And we're doing it because we know God is speaking to us. Should you have any doubt God is speaking to us, it's better for you to stop the journey now because we're going deeper. We're going further. There's going to be more accusations. There's going to be more dark times. But in those dark times, God is saying, have you remained in rest? Because I came to test it by that dark time. <clears throat> Remember, I told you, you've got to keep it. God will test your rest with unrest. He will use unrest to test your test, to test your rest. Rest, test, test, all these things. He will use it. So set your heart, your eyes, your mind like a flint on him. Allow me to speak to you as plainly as this, guys, so that we can get into the formation years of 2021, that we can be endowed and filled with power to the utmost of who we are so that we can have and do everything that we are called to do in this year. May the Lord bless you all. May he keep you. May he cover you. May he guide and girdle you with all he is in you um, and may you be filled with him from the inside out go and meditate on Matthew chapter 11 to go and find your rest in him may he locate you in him in Jesus name may the Lord bless you all praise God